0: Welcome back to Crossing Streams. Uh, I'm Elliot.
1: Hey, yeah, no, Mark, we changed up the uh, the title on you.
0: That's right. And so uh, the premise stays the same each week. Two uh, almost strangers, almost perfect strangers, uh, talk about a movie they just streamed sometime this week. Did you? I know you watched No Man Land when it first came out. Did you rewatch it this week?
1: Uh, no, I. Well, so I I didn't. I didn't watch it when it first came out. I watched it. Um, it, it hit Hulu, I think, like two weeks ago, um, and I, I had heard a lot about it. I had it, it's getting a lot of really good, good, uh, good press. I'm really
0: interested to hear you hear you pull a rabbit out of your ass because I did not like this movie. Really? But, yeah. There's. I can see why people <sighs> like it, but man, I did not care for this.
1: Okay. interesting okay so this this film uh is directed by uh uh, a female director by the name of chloe Zhao, and uh she's you know an asian uh, asian american female um and she is relatively relatively new uh she's directed two two films before this uh, i have not seen either one but uh, her other films were titled the writer and songs my brothers taught me they're very indie films yeah 2015 and,
0: 2017
1: yeah and so um, this is another indie film this is not a uh, this is not a blockbuster of a film it's it's a very art house film this uh, is the however,
0: definition of art house to me this is the. Oh yeah,
1: for sure, one hundred percent.
0: Did you have an art house film when you were, I don't know, like in your prime younger ages? That kind of defined you. Did you have an art house film like that? Because I, I had one, and it was, it was Lost in Translation for me. That was my art house film that came out. I think my junior or senior year of high school, and it was a very like, this is me kind of thing. So that was my art house yeah. film of my like youth.
1: Um, let me think. Yeah, art house film that defined me um no i don't know i don't i don't know i was uh, one of those angsty kids maybe... that
0: was very like into the arts kind of stuff without being into art like i have no artistic talent whether that's music or actual like art at all but i love like i love maybe... to, to love artsy things
1: <laughs> i love art um maybe requiem for a dream
0: that is a dark a very... film to call your art house. That's great. Mark's art house film is Requiem for a Dream.
1: <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't, like, like in my know, st- That is you hilarious
0: know, my... to me. That is such a dark, the, the picture is getting painted of you week by week. And now that I know that you do know, <laughs> as, as Requiem for a Dream as a movie that is defining you, is just fantastic to me. I, there's, I don't even know where to go hey, from hey. there, from that one.
1: Now let me let me let me preface oh, please, that with please, I, please, please. I, I am not I I am not and have never been a hard drug user. <laughs> I have I have not dabbled with the the heroin or any of the uh, those types of drugs. Um, it was just it was a film that I saw. Oh, it you know, speaks when to was, a lot of
0: people for sure. The book is it, even it was more just, messed it, up, like, I dare say. I
1: you know. I'm pretty sure that was a Darren Aronofsky film, but I I believe um, you're right.
0: But also, we also I I also said we also got you know Edgar Wright, and I don't know how I didn't catch that either, but that's fine.
1: Adam, (laughs) Adam Wright, Edgar Wright. It's the same thing. Yeah, potato, potato, my book. (laughs) The um, but no, I mean, uh, growing up, that film stuck with me, and I think it stuck with me because. I was also a – well, I'm, I'm still a big 30 Seconds to Mars Jared oh, Leto sure, fan. Oh, sure,
0: for sure.
1: And so I think that's why – and I also had a huge crush on um, – what's the chick in that film?
0: Jennifer um, Connelly?
1: Yes, Jennifer was Connelly. was married to Paul and, Bettany,
0: which I did not know until WandaVision came out, by the way.
1: Oh, that's news to me.
0: Uh, that's, cool, why, cool. that's why if you know Paul Bettany voiced uh, Jarvis – Jennifer Conley yes. voices Peter Parker's computer in his head, and she literally was hired because <laughs> Paul Bettany was the voice of Jarvis. Isn't that that's crazy? Isn't <laughs> this that, is, that one of those crazy things?
1: This, this is some this is some Marvel drama. Yeah, sorry, not it probably deserves its own, own own podcast. It's just
0: one of those interesting things that I, I find. But yeah, Jennifer Conley, I loved her. I love her in just about everything. But yeah, so yeah. to get back on track, no, she's, now we've now we've rambled yeah. for too long.
1: So Chloe Zhao, uh, the director of Nomadland. And and so, and I think this happens with just about every new, uh, new director that's hit this, you know, the film scene running is that she has been uh, marvelized. is because she's, she's directing the, the Eternals film. That's right. Um, And so uh, her future is, looks very bright. And this, this, this film, because it's getting a lot of awards buzz, it's likely your best best picture winner at the, the Academy Awards next month. Uh, it's.
0: I think you're right. It, I think you're absolutely right already. I, I completely agree that you're right. I, I know I just said I hated this movie. And I Hate is a strong word. I really don't hate it. I. It's a very watchable movie once you get into the sink of it. But I really struggle to find purpose until the end. And... I realized where they were going with it, but I was still just like, uh, "This is it's just I don't know."
1: So the the, the film stars Frances McDormand, who is a uh, a very uh, veteran uh, actress, great Jeez. in everything, uh, mul- multiple yeah multiple award winner actress, um, who the film far you know Fargo three built three billboards in whatever Missouri yeah outside um, yeah I actually
0: never saw that. It, that's one of those that movies that... Film. That's what everyone said. It just kind of escaped me that... The year it came out. It's just one of those... You know...
1: Yeah. No, it's... Uh, what? Like 2017, I think, is what came... So, she... Um, she plays a... This character, Fern, uh, who is a nomad. A uh, person that just goes... Lives in their... Lives in their, their van. Goes wherever they want. Um... You know, makes money doing these just oddball gigs. Uh, in this movie, it's a, um, it's Amazon. She works at an Amazon factory.
0: Yeah, she works at Wall Drug, um, which is a famous little, like, tourist trap. She'll work at, yeah. she'll work at all kinds of little odds and ends places.
1: But she, like, so. She follows the um, and, She really
0: follows the seasons, right? That, which is a, a very common yes. nomad thing.
1: And so she she got the she got to be this nomad person, be, uh, after the um the financial crisis of I guess like two thousand seven two thousand eight uh, lost her the uh, she lived in a small mining community where I guess she had a husband and the husband passed away and they lost their house and so she just took them on this nomad life and um. The film follows her and through these trials and tribulations of this nomad lifestyle.
0: And and it basically follows her through a season, right? Because it starts off with her at the Amazon warehouse because it's it's cold and it's winter and that's what she's doing. And it ends with her back at the Amazon warehouse, right? So it it essentially is following her for about a year, more or less, as she goes through all this stuff. The crazy thing here about this, I don't know how much you've read about this, but it's based off of a nonfiction book, right, of the same title. Right. And yeah, it's an adapted screenplay. And it and it features, like, with the exception of Fran, uh, Francis Ford, no, with the exception, whatever the hell her name is, with the exception of Francis McDormand, there's only one other even semi-known actor in the entire movie.
1: Yeah, it's David Strathairn, um Lincoln, who is very good, good in night, everything good he luck.
0: does. I loved I loved him in Marshall. We are Marshall. That's what I know him I think best from that. I I really enjoyed his performance in that. I, that's one of my favorite. That's maybe my favorite sports movie is We Are Marshall.
1: Uh, he was recently. I think he was uh, was a recent. Oh, he got nominated for some Academy Award. Um. Oh, it was Good Night, Good Luck. Um, but he's also you know he's 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 kind of a. You know, hey, I know that guy. He's, he's an every man's actor,
0: right? He's a he's like an everyman kind of guy. He's he fills yeah. can fill almost any part, uh, but he also stands out. His voice is very iconic to me. You know, as soon as I hear him talking, I know exactly who it is.
1: Yeah, right. And he's he's somebody that um, plays plays the the role, uh, multiple roles of hey, I'm I'm the kind of the voice of reason type uh yes. type character and in this film he plays that voice of reason he plays another nomad um who by the end of the film is you know has settled um and he tries to get francis mcdormand's character to settle with him and she's like nah because am um, i'm a nomad uh i don't i don't like this lifestyle of settling under this roof and and all this and uh you know, by the end of the film, you're you're wondering why she, you know, has chosen. It's because through the, through the film, she she really struggles. Um, you know, there's a there's a point in the film where uh, her van breaks down and she's got to go to her uh, to her sister for for help, and you can tell that that really really bothers her, and. Uh, you know, she's not. She doesn't like relying on other people, um, and so I think the the cinematography of this film it's beautiful is it's off the charts. Right? It's it's fantastic, and that's what makes this an art house film is that the music, uh, the, the direct,
0: ambiance is phenomenal in this. Right? If this, well, if it it's the setting so well,
1: the <laughs> so. Other than Francis McDormand and David Strathairn, everybody else in this film is
0: an actual is an nomad. Actual
1: nomad. Right?
0: Yeah, Bob Wells <laughs> plays Bob Wells. Uh, Bob <laughs> Wells is a, a pretty big YouTuber about van life. So all these, all the other people in this movie, all play weird versions of themselves or, or semi-fictionalized versions of their actual selves. And to me, that is one of the weaker parts of this film because I, I feel like it shows up in their acting. I think Bob Bob Wells does a fantastic job. His his monologue at the end of the film is arguably my favorite scene in the entire film. That scene between and him and, that, and Franner, you are talk, talking about the one
1: where she's talking about um, her
0: husband, and he's talking about her his husband son.
1: dying. He's his son, right? Phenomenal, so, and so and I, well done. And I think I think that is, I think that's the 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 overarching. Uh, point of the film it's it's actual grief um you know and it's funny that we talk about a film that may maybe have an underlying um uh, plot of grief when last week you know we talked about WandaVision the same thing.
0: We have a trend. And right. Next week, we'll do the same thing again. We'll we'll see how grief plays into whatever we're watching next week.
1: <laughs> but but we're just two depressed, um, I
0: think, guys. And as you can tell, yeah,
1: no, for sure. We uh, you know we we've just chosen to bond in our grief over <laughs> film and you know television. But I think I think the film sh- not showcasing grief, but making it a an underlying, you know, uh, interest is 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 pretty well done. I th- I think I think it's well done, and I th- and that show, like, Frances McDormand's um, conversation in the film with her sister uh, midway through, where her sister's like, "Why do you continue to do this?" And I I could have used you, you know, in my life as as my big sister and um you know she was showcasing that character's grief with francis mcdormand's character and um you know francis mcdormand's character was just like yeah sorry that's just not me i'm i'm this person now and and i'm gonna take your money that you're gonna give me and i'm gonna Go get my van fixed, and I'm going to continue to live this lifestyle. But and even the
0: same is said for for Dave, David, David's character, Dave, where you know they, for a period of time, him and Fern are kind of going to from place to place together, and Dave's yeah. son shows up. You know, and Dave was not part of his life, and Dave's son is now having a, a kid of his own, and wants Dave to come. Right. It's that. Gr- it is a very grief. Grief is a the the focal point of this film. And it does. I think so, it does a great job of explaining it and, and realizing it and making it real in different avenues. Whether it's with the sister, the Dave's son, with Fern herself, you know, with, with whatever. Or, or the to.
1: Uh, the uh, the other character, uh, the other nomad character, and I forget her name, but she's got she's got the terminal illness, and you know, um, she, just yeah, to, you, yes, um, she just wants to. Yeah, Patty. You yes. She just wants to
0: live her life. Kind
1: of just live her life and die. And um and it showcases uh uh Frances McDormand's interactions with that particular character uh very well. She um she lives this this character Patty, she's kind of ac- accepted her fate and she's she just wants to live out the rest of her time how she wants to live out the rest of her time. And and I, so let me ask you this, being that this film takes a lot of these grief aspects, why didn't, why didn't you enjoy it?
0: I I think the acting really took it out of me. I really felt like with the exception of Francis, with the exception of Fern and the exception of of Dave, the acting is just, it's so weird to me. It seems so blocky. Where these conversations so, yeah. feel real, they feel absolutely real, but I, I almost feel like, you know how like Jim in the office, Jim in the office, he'll stare at the camera, right, and he's like the only character in that show that stares at the camera and knows it's fake, I, I felt like they were just like walking to their, their mark, sitting down and saying their lines, it, it just felt very, un- the conversations felt real, but they felt like they were happening unnaturally, where they were forced, Right, Where you have one actor who's acting and one person who's pretending to act. Right
1: Okay. I, I, so it I, can, I, I can get on board with that.
0: Like I said, aesthetically, very pleasing. The score very pleasing to me. The story the story also to me I feel like we're just going from place to place and we're just watching this woman live out her life, which we are, but it's almost like unexciting to me. I felt like for the first <laughs> half hour, I'm waiting for the, I was waiting for the movie to start, right? The, yeah. I mean, the movie essentially just, it's just like, here's. it's a Tuesday, now we're following Fern, right? There's no setup to it. There's very, very little setup, right? The, at the very beginning, she's opening the, the storage unit, right? But we'd have no idea. We, there's a little blurb at the beginning of the movie talking about how this one town you know, basically shut down after a six-month period when the work dried up. And so I, I assume that Fern is part of that dry up period, but yeah. you know, other than that, I have nothing to go with, right? So I, I have to kind of build myself up to like like this character, or understand this character, and, and not that I found something wrong with Fern because I don't think there's anything wrong with that lifestyle. It actually I find it very interesting to me. I just was I kept waiting for the film to start, right? I kept waiting well, for th- the problem to show up. I kept waiting for I- me to care about something happening. But we're just going from like the Amazon warehouse to the bonfire with all the other nomads to you know the campsite to the wall drugstore to watching her take care of like the beet farm to watching her see Dave again to watch you know and we we don't when Dave tries to get Fern to stay with him there's no like she's not giving any explanation would, like the next scene is just her driving away right and I'm but, that, like, there's,
1: but that's a that's a that's a that is a... I mean, that's her.
0: That's her, right? Her that's char- her character. That, that,
1: that, that's her character, right? right. And at that, by and, that point, and
0: I, I understand it, and I'm like, okay, I get it, that's Fern, but I'm like, this is the first real, like, roadblock in this woman's life to me. This is the first thing that, in this movie, that I'm like, is a problem, right? We, we don't understand how her husband died or why, or if there's something tragic about that, and we don't understand that until the very last scene, right? We don't even understand what happened, or why she is the way she is, until... The very end. And even then we get a, a half-assed kind of explanation that realistically doesn't give me any closure. It doesn't give me any, like, this is why Fern is the way she is. It, it doesn't make any sense. I, I just felt like I was waiting for something to happen and nothing really happened.
1: The dialogue so,
0: is great. The scenes are, uh, you know, I, I don't so, know. So this,
1: this, this is a classic. You you have to watch this film. Like, watch it. There's, there's – the, the scenes – of dialogue are kind of few and far between. And um the the film is very brisk. It it's not very long. I think it's like an hour and a half long. Yeah, an hour um, and 50,
0: 50 minutes is the entire runtime.
1: Right. But it, you know. And so you can, you have to you have to watch this film. It's a it's a it's a very um aesthetically pleasing film. It showcases the 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 Midwest aspect of it. Um the uh how how I d- would describe it was it or is is that you know Francis McDormand it's it's a it's a vehicle for Francis McDormand and absolutely um and she and she she plays this part v- oh she very wins the well the Oscar it,
0: this year right for this
1: Uh you know it's a. That's that's a in a in a very very film film Twitter. Uh, if she doesn't, world. if
0: she doesn't, then what, what role is she going to take that's going to give her an Oscar for her performance? I, well, I, don't, I don't know. I how don't know. she not this. this is this is arguably her her best work.
1: Um, maybe you know she wants she did win win the uh, the Oscar for three billboards in yeah in that's Missouri. True. yeah and this is um, I guess as
0: closest to topping that as you're going to get.
1: Yeah, it, but I I don't think this 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 film is more of a is a vehicle for her and the showcase of the maybe labor of love for the nomad lifestyle, um, the and which it it's almost like a a documentary inside of a film.
0: Yes, just very simply much because
1: so. all of the actors in this film aren't really actors. They're actually people living this lifestyle. Um, and so by the end of the film, you you know, you're, I don't know if, I don't know if, um, accepting, you know, is, is the right term, but you, you're kind of, you go through this, the, the, of the seasons, like you put it, um, with with the character Fern, and she is, uh, you know, she's tempted along the way by her sister to stay and, yep. you know, hey, let's reconnect. Um, and then she's tempted by Dave uh, along the way. Um, you know, he goes, you know, he has a, kind of a health scare of his own. And then, um, you know, he's, he, he reconnects with his family. And then she meets up with Dave, oh, what like, thanks? I think it was Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, um, you know, she's tempted again by him, you know, by him saying, hey, you know, I, I well, and I, th- I thought it was super interesting that she pulls up to this house that for Thanksgiving in her van and she looks across the yard and she sees Dave's van. But Dave's van is all busted ass, piece of shit, and
0: yeah, you know, tire, it's, uh, tires, tires, right? It's
1: up on blocks, and <laughs> yep. and she asks him. She goes, "Yo, Dave, what the fuck's going on with your van?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah, it was maybe I didn't well, know He's, it was he's just gonna like, gonna be "Oh, I didn't like even that.
0: notice. I didn't even notice I had a flat tire."
1: Right, and, and so like you can you can see it with um with the the character of Fern she that like that bothered her and she is super uncomfortable with being under this roof with all these other people and um you know she she asks Dave she's like are are you going to are you going to go back to to living this lifestyle talking about um living under a roof and you know, being, being around, uh, days family. And he says, yeah, he goes, I I've, I've reconnected. I've got this, this grandchild and I, I want to, I want to, I want to go back to living this particular lifestyle. And, and you can tell that that, that didn't sit well with Fern. And so she, she tells him, Hey, cool. That's on you. I'm going to, I'm going to get up on out of here and, and she, she leaves Dave and just like she left her sister and much like she left the, uh, the, the, the mining town, um, where her house was. And, and by the end of the film, you see her go back to the original house, um, where, uh, where I guess this, this journey all started, and, um, I thought that that was a, a good, uh, I guess a good uh, showcase of, hey, you can, you can kind of, yeah, what am I trying to say here? I don't know. Um, you can kind of leave your problems or I don't know if they're really, really problems, but you can kind of go go and and do this other thing but you're always going to be tempted to come back
0: i I thought the ending was the brightest part of this to me i her going back and you you see that you understand that you know her and her husband um didn't have any kids um he had no siblings you know And, and once he died she felt that like his legacy was kind of gone, and so she didn't want to leave until she had nothing left to do but leave. And now all she wants to do is leave every time, right? right. She she can't, yeah. you know. In in the beginning of the film, she even tries to stay in the first town and work after the Amazon season is over, and there's no work to be found, right? So now she kind of picks up and decides this is you know this is what I'm going to do after all.
1: And, and it's and it's there there's 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 comedy along the way, maybe unintentional comedy, but, um, you know, it like in one part, you know, she's uh, Francis McDormand's character is taking a shit in her van, um, and, <laughs> and she's got to pop the the roof hatch, uh, you know, the old the old light a light a match. Um, I love her
0: having to clean the bathrooms because she's doing that job, and the guy comes in. And she's like, "Oh, it's closed. We're cleaning." And he just doesn't. He just proceeds to go to the urinal. Right. He's like,
1: no, "I got to go." And um, I think it's those subtle, um, those subtle moments that really um,
0: did it for hit you? home
1: with me. Yeah, and and I, I love film. That's why. That's why I'm doing this podcast. Yeah, uh, I mean, with, this is with you.
0: This is a film. This is not a movie, right?
1: right this and, this is one hundred percent this is your uh quiz essential
0: ooh how say uh, that again you're what your what again
1: is it no 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 I, say, just, I, no
0: just say how you how you said it
1: quiz essential,
0: yeah, okay, fantastic you've heard it twice now, everyone i'm gonna boost that sound that's gonna be the new quiz essential or quint essential one or the other though quint. No, 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 Just stay. stay now you've it. got, it's now you've got me no, questioning. No, it's better. It's the best.
1: Did I, did I no, use it correctly? No, it's so, it's, I love
0: it. I love In it. In my I mind, I
1: used it correctly. That might be my I, favorite part When it comes out of my Mark mouth, is. and then you're like, yo, is that really? Also, um, I love it,
0: how everybody on the other podcast, Budget Cake, please go listen to their other, his other podcast. You get so much shit for saying the most basic things a little wrong, even not even that bad. Like a very simple thing that's very common to be like, "Yeah, that's not right." But man, they Jeff just like or Namik or whoever, man, they just pounce on your you.
1: Well, You're, you know, yeah. it's hard. It's hard being me. Why no. look, Two. that's why I
0: can't be the third man on that in that show anymore. I, I couldn't be that third wheel. I couldn't be that guy. I, I, I can't be that man. I can't fill that void. You fill that void much better uh, than I ever was. Qu- qu-
1: Quinti- quintessential. That's good. Um, so, anyways, uh, what I don't, I don't really remember why why I used that that word. But no, yeah. oh, I, I do. Um, so, uh, this film is a very uh, award-winning esque film. It's that's I think that was the whole point, point. Um, and. Yeah, it's going to win a bunch of awards. I completely. Uh, agree. Chloe, Chloe Zhao is going to win um, best director at the the Academy Awards, and Frances McDormand. I would I would not be shocked if Frances McDormand won best actress. Um, this is going to win best film, uh, and so you take all of that, and regardless of. Regardless of what the movie... If the movie is actually good. Um Like, I don't think that really matters to I mean, a lot I don't of think people. this is
0: a bad movie. I don't think this is a terrible movie. I don't think this is a great movie. This is a very... It's fine to me. It, it's fine. It's fine. It is what it is. It's fine.
1: So, this film wasn't necessarily for you. Um... But at at the end of the day, it's a fine film. Um, it does it hits the the notes I think that it was trying to hit, and uh, the the fact that you know we're both like you know yeah it was cool it, uh, you know it showcased this and and the character of Fern she's a she's not a she's not a troubled person, but, uh, she's also got some nuance, um, and, you know, Frances McDormand plays the character very well, I think, um, and hits all of the, uh, the, the, the nuance of, nuances of that character, and, um, I just think that this film does a lot to showcase why these films are made, um, and it's to look at them. It's not, you, you know, this is not a film you put on the background.
0: Well, here's um, the problem with this film. Here's here's another problem that this film struggles with. I, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with COVID. But I, I watched this film on my couch in my living room with my wife.
1: Mm-hmm, this right. is
0: a film to be watched in a theater. I probably would have enjoyed this more as a theater experience. And that was not something I was afforded in this day and age. And, and I think that's a little bit of the problem. Right and okay. I think the vast majority of people almost everybody is watching this via Hulu, right? Yes. Right. I, I, so well, I think, you know, other than other too. than
1: it was a uh I think it was a Sundance film originally right. and um and so well, what did you, what did your wife think of this film? I
0: I think she enjoyed it. I think she found it a little boring because she did eventually reach for her phone to check her phone while we're watching it. Right. You right. know, she did reach for the cat to put the cat on her lap. You know, I, I did his <laughs> best. I did sit and watch the entire film. You know, wait, hold
1: on, hold on. Well, you know, she's um, like, "Oh, I'm gonna pick so up the of, cat and play of, with the cat of a little bored bit." bored things watching. to do. She reached for the cat.
0: The cat's new. The cat is three weeks. We've had the cat for three weeks, so we're really trying to get the cat to like us. The cat has escaped <laughs> twice out of our house in the last the last three weeks one time the cat escaped and it took us six hours to find the cat. The cat had gone two doors down and the couple there had thankfully grabbed him about 10 minutes after he escaped. We didn't know that yet. So we're trying very hard to get the cat to like us by, you know, giving the cat treats or, you know, just trying to pick up the right. cat, you know. So she, we're very invested in, we got two new pets. And so the, the dog loves us no matter what, because it's a dog, but the cat is like coming around. And so she's trying to get the cat to like her before the cat likes me, which is already too late. (laughs) I don't know. I know if you don't know anything about me, I, I'm a cat guy. The cat our previous cat was like, I'm the cat's only human. And so the new cat's kind of already like that a little bit, not to, not to humble brag, but I, I'm the cat whisperer. And so she's trying to get the cat to, to kind of like her before it likes me, which is already a little too late. But so, so she's very invested in that. So she, her, her attention was divided. You know, she enjoyed it. I think she might have enjoyed it more than I did originally. You know, once I started reading about the movie and how it was filmed and its relation to the book and how, you know, real life nomads were playing counterparts of themselves, I got a more appreciation for the film. Like I said, I I thought uh, Bob, I thought his performance was phenomenal, you know. I I thought he was absolutely great. And and if I hadn't known any better, and I'm sure most of that's probably because he's a a YouTube personality. and He probably does that kind of stuff constantly. But the other acting brought me out of it. It did bring me out of, out of the
1: scenes. These, uh, so I I did read that um, a lot of these bit parts played by actual people. um, They did not know that Francis McDormand was this very, big, big celebrity. And so when Francis McDormand and Bob are having that conversation about, um, you know, their significant others or, you know, in Bob's case, his son, um, you know, uh, the, the character, the, well, the actor, Bob, it's not really an actor, but the, the person playing Bob, Bob. And, um, when Fern was, you know, telling the story about her husband, um, Bob thought that that was an actual person and you know, I I guess after the scene he was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I I know how that must've affected you. And, and Francis McDormand, was like, Hey, you know, thank you for your condolences, but that person doesn't exist. We're shooting a movie. And, and, uh, Bob was like, Hmm, interesting. Um, just kind of poured my poured my heart out to you about my son committing suicide and which is, and,
0: is we're not doing that scene justice. I mean, Bob alone, it, it's, it's very hard. I mean, I, I did, it's my, the most powerful scene in the movie. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's absolutely fantastic. It's worth watching just for that scene alone because it's such a, it is such a human experience, right? It's such yeah. a, a real life event that really does. I mean, it's, it is has to be absolutely tragic for something like that to happen to, a child, your child, right? I'm sure, right. And, and he does such; it's it's phenomenal. It's it's absolutely breathtaking. It, it it's very, it definitely give put a lump in my throat. I definitely felt very moved by it.
1: So, um, I think a, a big part of this film is the uh, the actual Birkenstock shoes that Frances McDormand wears and um it actually she actually looks like a nomad wearing Birkenstocks oh she actually she
0: cuts her own hair which uh, I (laughs) read a thing that said that she actually that was a one take kind of scene
1: right but it's just you know it's 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 little little subtleties that kind of make you go huh you know this this film is about a you know uh, just an everyday type person who just picks up and leaves and i think the entire film and its and its uh you know and its whole it's it's a, as a whole film is and to me was done very well um you know it showcased all of these things and i i really enjoyed it i i think if it does end up winning best Best picture at the Academy Awards will have been much better than uh, last year's winner of, um, you know, best picture, which was Parasite. And and so if it does win, I think it'll be well-deserved.
0: I, I don't think I'm going to recommend this uh, just because I, I, I. Yeah, I just I don't think I'm going to recommend this. I, I, I found it a little just not up my alley. I wanted to right. like wasn't it. was it for, wasn't for you. Yeah, it, really, it wasn't really for me. Uh, maybe I would have enjoyed it more in, in the theater. I probably would have come out with a better under a feeling feeling of the film than I did.
1: So I think uh, I I will recommend this film, and I you know um, it'll be interesting to go back and look at it, um, you know, to see if it actually if people do feel the way I feel, or if they're you know kind of in the um, in your, you know, your, your realm of, Hey, it just wasn't for me, but you can watch it and you can see why people do actually love it. Yeah. Um, but, but for, uh, what do you, what do you think we're, we're going to be watching next week?
0: Oh, we are watching a movie. We are not watching a film next week. <laughs> Is well, I am already a hundred percent predicting this to be a movie. We're going to watch justice league.
1: Yeah, for sure we're going to watch uh, all we're four gonna watch hours all, of Justice League. F- all four hours of a film that well, uh, has again, of take... strong uh, strong
0: connotations well, this is a popcorn film this is a popcorn yes. movie this is this is some summer fun or was it uh, supposed to be some summer fun i i'm really interested <laughs> to talk about the the story behind this because there's a yeah. lot there's a lot behind the scenes of this movie or this director's cut, or Snyder cut, or whatever you want to call it. The story here, I think, is going to be a really interesting one to talk about because it seems pretty unique.
1: I I actually think that the inevitable film or maybe documentary that comes out of this is probably uh, more be enjoyable better, than, of an experience. Yeah, will be better than the actual, it, uh, the actual. The I think you're movie.
0: absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right. so.
1: Uh, but I'm I'm interested to to see how different. Uh, the tone of uh, Zack Snyder's cut of the the movie ends up being than the original Josh Josh Whedon um, cut I of it. I have only ends. watched
0: Justice League once. I watched it once in theater, so I'm going to watch it again. That's all you needed today or tomorrow, That's all you just to see if I can compare it to the new cut when it comes out. So I'm gonna, I might. Okay. I don't know if I'm setting myself up for failure because I'm going to watch. A two-hour version of the same movie, the yes, light version. Likely, uh, at the beginning of the week. So, but I think it will help me identify changes. And I've seen some yeah. pictures already of you know of how characters look, and so I'm already like, oh, this look. I think I like the new look better already. But we'll we'll see. So, so Mark, how can if people wanted to get in touch with you and send you some hate mail about how you pronounce words, how could they do that?
1: Yeah, so you can find me. On Twitter at I heard you liked, um, and uh, that's where I talk movies and and television and kind of just pop culture type stuff. And if you don't like the way I pronounce words or use them correctly, or if I just don't, you know, do the things you want me to do or you expect me to do, you can kindly go fuck yourself. But oh,
0: there you go. Um, All right.
1: You know, yeah, that's me. That's me, and that's where you can find me.
0: Yeah, and I'll link uh, I'll link your Twitter in our show notes. My Twitter is Elliot underscore argues. I'll also link that. You can listen to Mark. If you want to hear more of Mark's voice on Budget Arcade, they come out weekly with either a free-to-play game or him and uh, our boy Jeff talk about something video game related. You can listen to my mm-hmm. other podcast with my wife, Tessa and Elliot argue, where we talk about weird news stories or... Our weird marriage uh, personally out loud in front of everybody <laughs> I have no filter there at all
1: yeah you, uh, you you're very more subdued here than you are there so uh, well you know, it's, a, it's an interesting contrast
0: when Tess and I first started I was very we were very like oh yeah we don't want to talk about like this or that but it very quickly becomes just my wife and I talking without realizing we're recording. And so I say a lot of stuff that I end up cutting because I'll be like, "Oh, people will think that's really terrible that I said that to you," and we both laugh afterwards. But it's it's not the same when a stranger hears us talk about that. (laughs) So it's very much a slice of what my our life is like. Very much like those are those are those are even like slightly censored conversations of uh, of what we we really will talk about. But with you again, this is our our second actual conversation together. Right, you know, just yeah. the two of us. So I, I think it's a very, I think as we progress, we will definitely kind of get a better feel for each other, and it will definitely become a little less, not robotic. I don't think we're robotic at all, but I definitely feel like we'll be much more easily able to cut each other off and say stupid stuff to each other. So, it'll yeah, fun and, to kind and of so see... like
1: with you know with this, the uh, this episode, I I you know, you didn't care for it. Uh, I I really enjoyed this film, but. It's not one of those movies where you're like, "Oh, how the fuck did you enjoy this?"
0: No, and, I, I get oh, it. I you're you're get just
1: it. a film snob.
0: No, I absolutely get it. I absolutely get what's enjoyable about this film. I can, I absolutely understand that. It just, it just didn't strike me right. And you yeah, know, it wasn't a, for you a great movie that I had that problem with. I, the Thin Red Line. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It came yeah. out the same year yeah. as. um, Saving Private Ryan, was, yeah, which Saving was Private its pro- problem. I watched that movie with my dad. We rented that movie when I was younger once, and I watched it with my dad, and I absolutely hated it. Absolutely hated it. And then uh, junior, senior year of college, I watched it with my roommate, and I was like, my God, this is the best war movie I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. How did I think this was such a piece of crap movie? And so I maybe this is one of those things where I was just in the right place at the right time to enjoy Thin Red Line. Maybe that's my problem here with this. Is I was just in the wrong mindset at the wrong place, sitting on my couch in my living room. Maybe that was like a big problem that I had. So I, I definitely this is one of those movies where in five or six years I think I would rewatch because I will have forgotten about it and maybe go, oh, I like that more than I thought I would. So right,
1: no, I get it. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I, 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 I saw Thin Red Line probably. Probably shortly after it came out. I don't know if it was like in the in the year that it came out. Yeah, but... I,
0: I saw I, – we had to have rented it. We Growing up, we did this thing with my family where we would rent – we would go to Blockbuster every Friday and get a movie or two yeah. as a family. And that yeah. was what we did on Friday nights for – even when I was in high school, I was that was still a thing we did. So it had to have been the year it came out on DVD that we did that. So I had to have yeah. seen it right when it came out.
1: Well, in any film that has Nick Nolte in it um Oh the or cast of
0: that movie that cast of that movie is absolutely bonkers The story <laughs> yeah. of that movie too is also a really interesting story because uh Adrian Brody was thought he was the lead of the movie and he's in like four scenes Right It that yeah. the story of that it's one of those that's one of those deep dive movies where you can go oh my gosh the making of this movie is absolutely insane Anyway we have yeah. Now I've now gotten us off subject i i do I'm a really bad at that. you're gonna have to do a much better job of reining me back in because Tesla <laughs> just lets me free roam as well, and it you know it's disastrous so <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. We appreciate it if you've listened at all, especially we're assuming that you know us personally in some aspects, so uh we do appreciate <laughs> you listening to us ramble for uh you know forty minutes
1: and we'll catch you next week.
0: yeah, take it easy guys.